Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Samp and Chance. I am your host, Bobby Sampson. Joined, as always, with me, my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how you doing, man? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? You know, can't complain, man. Uh, one of my favorite days, we get to talk about boxing. So, yeah, let's get yeah. into it. Uh, as Cody Rhodes would say, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> do it. Uh, Devin Haney and Lomachenko. Let's just get right to it, man. Sure. Um, I'll, I'll I'll tell you this right now. In my opinion, after the fight, I thought Lomo had won. Me too. But, but going back now, looking at it, I don't have a problem with the 7-5 to Haney. Like, it, it was such a close fight, man. You know, like, I, I wouldn't call it robbery. I wouldn't call it robbery. But the 16-12 was wrong. I'll say very that. Very wrong. Very, very wrong. This fight could have gone any way. Uh, but ultimately, I, I I think Haney did enough. And don't get me wrong, Lomo had his moments, right? Um, if you haven't, go back and watch the fifth and sixth round again. And you can see that he's throwing a lot, but he's not landing everything as well. So, and, and if you look at the stats overall, like, I mean, the body work that Haney did and what have you, just, just, it just feel like Lomo would go, but he didn't finish. Does that make sense? You know where I'm coming from? Well, yes, just... but Loma landed more punches, 124 to 110. He pressed the action, and and he I call it a robbery only because the undisputed belts are on the line. Those are Loma's belts. He won a close fight. De La Hoya says eight to four. I think that's a little extreme. Seven to five, Loma. He won the championship rounds. I mean, I call it a robbery because those four belts are his. He's the best at 135. He proved it, although it was very close. Like you said, Haney is no slouch, but I've watched it three times. I've come to the same conclusion. Lomo won, and he won the championship rounds, and he pressed the action. He landed more shots overall. Only 14 more, but he still landed. So he lands more shots. He pushes the pace. What does the guy got to do to win? I don't know what the judges are seeing. The biggest robbery of it all was round 10. One yeah. of the judges gave round 10 yeah. to Amy. Yeah. Moretti. I no, 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 no. Well, here's the thing. Like, let's look at Moretti right now, then. Let's look at judging. And I think we're coming off a lot of bad judging in the last little while. Mm -hmm. And this just kind of compounds it all when you see something like this, right? And, the, and you know what's funny? One more thing I got to bring up before we get that. The fans were 95% Haney, cheering for Haney. When they heard that decision, they all booed because they knew what happened. They knew that was garbage. They knew no, what no, no. Was I disagree with you. I was watching a different fight thing because that was a very pro Lomo crowd, man. Like it, it felt, well, the ninety-five percent people there for cheering for Haney, then they they switched when Loma brought the action. Then because when Haney pushed Loma, that turned the tide a little bit. Oh, that totally turned the tide. Right. That but that totally. I turned call the it tide. a robbery only because the four undisputed belts should have went to Loma. He he didn't get them, and that's not right. Yeah. Okay. Well, like I said, thir 15 thirteen is a fair scorecard. It could like it could have gone either way. Mm -hmm. Um, the judges had probably the hardest job of the night. Like you know what I mean? Like. That that whole card was great. Everything was great was up good. until and even that fight. Was I said great. last week, I hope it's going to be a good fight. I had Loma winning by decision, but I think he did. But I don't want to see controversy, and I knew that was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. Yeah, well, that... I mean, see, that's the thing. It's just like I'm not like I I don't think it's as controversial anymore. After having time to sit on it and watch it again, like you have as well. I mean, I fifteen thirteen either way would have been fine, right? I have complete. You know, issue with the sixteen twelve that shouldn't have happened in any in any realm in any world. Uh, Dave Moriarty, that, that dude has been judging since the seventies. Yeah, I know he he's, he flubbed he's, around ten especially. He, no, but he's flubbed a lot. Like he's seventy years old. Like at what age does a judge have to retire? Especially at boxing, where, no age where, right? Like it just the, but there should be 
I think these are some of the things that need to be looked at. Like, okay, what's the lifespan of a judge? This guy was fighting. This guy was judging when Larry Holmes was world champion. Yeah, I know. Well, they figured he's got the experience. He'd be a good judge. But obviously, uh, I don't know what he's seen in round 10. But I feel feel bad for Loma. He landed more punches. He brought the action. He won the championship rounds. And he still doesn't get the decision. It's a, it's, it's an injustice, man. That's the wrong thing about boxing. A good night ruined by, by bad judging. Uh, once again, as always. Well, he landed, yeah, he landed uh, 124 of Yeah, and he landed 110. Yeah, yeah, and Haney got 110. Um, but, I mean, I'm looking at the body shots as well. Like, I mean, that had to play something, some sort of role here. I mean, if you look at it, Lomo only hit the body once. Yeah, so Haney beat him in body shots, but then Lomo hit more to the head and more to the chest. Like, but yeah. a lot of what Lomo was throwing wasn't landing, though. Like, look but he at landed that. more. He landed 124 to 110. He landed right, more shots. Right. He threw more. He still landed more. Right, but I think what Lomo was failing in, and just again, I mean, nothing against either guy. This was just an amazing fight through and through. The fight it was, but it's was got awesome. a stain on it now. That's the thing; it's stained. So anytime you talk about it, you know, seventy percent of people are going to say Lomo won, the other thirty say Haney. But either way, it's stained. No, There's no know, clear-cut winner, right? That's the know, problem. I I don't think that's the case. I mean, I think that's too extreme for me. Anyways, that's too extreme. I I'm not uh, awesome. That's yeah, but everybody I've talked to said, "Man, Lomo Lomo got robbed. Lomo, what happened?" Like nobody's saying. Man, Haney deserves it. Like some people no, are, but the majority are saying no. Loma. So it stains, it stains the night because right. of bad judging. Right, right. But I, I'm, all I'm saying is I don't think it's taken to the extreme that it, like, it's being taken by fans. To be honest, I mean, you want to talk about robberies? Let's talk about Hagler, Sugar Ray. That was a robbery. Uh, so this was too because it's four undisputed belts that should have went to Loma. Right, right, right. Pacquiao, Bradley. That was a robbery. Right. Like I mean, those are legit. This was just such a close fight, man. I mean. 11 and 10, 10 and 11 for sure. We're Lomos, 100%. The middle rounds were Lomos. But, I mean, Haney also did enough there as well, right? I think the only thing that took away from Lomo is that he came on strong, but he didn't finish what he was doing at the rounds. Like, he had spurts per round. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's the way I saw it. And I think that's why I think the two judges who scored at 15-13 scored it as well that way. Um I feel really stain bad. on boxing, man. Even, even if people want to say Haney or Lomo, it's a stain because it's too much controversy and it's just an amazing fight. Ruined, ruined. This happens too often in boxing, and well, it's not going to change anytime soon. No, I mean it's not going to end anytime soon. But you know what? We 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 trudge along, man. I mean it, it is what yep. it is. Um, but overall, I mean the fight was great. I mean it, it was just good. back and forth. Uh, Lomo, I felt was playing possum for the last two years, it feels like, if that was the case. I mean, at 35, that performance, I looked like Loma of old. I mean, he was reading... I think him. Shakur Stevenson said it best. Loma won, and he's the best at 135. I mean, Shakur said it best. I mean, he was right there, and it's just like, that's just... Yeah, it's too bad, man. I feel bad for the guy. Well, He'll fight I mean, again. He'll have a big fight, but... He'll fight again. We'll see. I mean, never say never, right? I mean, if, if this is the case, I mean, let's see what, what goes down here. I mean... Let's take into account also that Haney tripled in size for the fight. So, I mean, mm. that's the other thing I'd like to talk about here, if we can, very quickly. I know there's no answers, or if there are answers, I don't know what they are. Maybe you do. Why have weight classes of guys who are going to come in 10 pounds heavier on the day of the fight? You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. almost, it's almost, you know, is it that? Well, yeah, the weight class is safety by the, by the, by the athletic commissions, where you got to weigh in after your fight, you're supposed to fight at. Then if you want to hydrate up, 
and put on 10 pounds, that's on you. But they do it for safety as in case you kill somebody. No, no, I get it. I get but, it, right? But if you but you have a greater chance of killing someone in the ring, you both weigh in at 135. What's the most so Lomo's going to go up? 140 maybe? Probably, yeah. He was probably 150, 155 in there. Right? So, I mean, you take that into account as well. So, I mean, hats off to both guys. Hats off to Lomo for fighting fight. the bigger man. It was a great fight. Uh, the judging. Oh yeah, pay per view wise, like I said, one hundred fifty thousand, which is not that great, but it's not no. bad. And they had a gate of I can't remember what the gate was. They had a few million off of it, but I mean, yeah, it was they, a cheap pay per view, but it still didn't sell that much because no, these guys aren't really well known, right? Well, like I said, this is for the boxing peers and for the boxing fan, you know. Um, Put it this way: Tank and Garcia did ten times the pay per view buys. I get it, but I mean that's a lot of social media input. That's a lot of you know kids and everything else. Yeah. Now. You know, that, that kind of ties into it all, right? That's yeah, what, what they did for them. This was right? a better fight. It's just much more people got to see it. Hands down, man. Hands down, you know, one of the classics. So like, you know, that will go yeah, down was, as beautiful. one of the classics. Um, High-level stuff. And, but man, another reason, listen, I, I get everyone's opinion and whatnot, but we have to give Devin Haney some credit here as well. But I mean, he, fight. he fought a great fight as well, right? I mean... And and it, it I, I feel bad for him as I do for Lomo. Mm-hmm. The fact that these guys have to deal with this shit because of bad judging. I know. Right? But ultimately, like I said, I don't have a problem with the 1513 on either with those two. Like I did. It could have gone either way, 1513. I wouldn't have had a problem with it. I just like uh, to ask them already a couple things. So if Lomo landed more, he pushed the pace, he clearly won the championship rounds. How do you how do you see it 116, 112? And how do you give round 10 the most dominant round that Loma had to Haney? Yeah, no, that, that's bullshit. That's, that's bullshit. Insane. But I wouldn't give him round 12, though. I gave Haney round 12. That was close. That was close. Right? I did give Haney round 12. And Dale Hoyeth said he was there. He's like, Loma run round 12. That was close. But I don't know, man. It's like I said, it's never, <laughs> it's always going to be debated now. It's never, well, never hey, agreed. you know what? I mean, Haney. it's something to talk about years to come down the road. We can talk about it. It's going to make the list of, you know, the robberies of the century. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't think it's a robbery, though. I think, you know, it, it's it, Moriarty's card's a robbery. Yeah, I had no problem yeah. with the other two cards. I don't have a problem now with who won. Um, it was just very, very I do, cool. because those were good. Lomo should have had those belts because he won. He edged out. It was close, but he edged out, and he did more, and he had, I don't know. I mean, Fair enough, man. I, like I said, I love both guys very, very much. I would love watching. I lost a lot of respect and... for Haney, though. He's a little bit of a crybaby. That push that he did. His dad is being a bit of a smug guy. We we dominated the fight. There's no rematch. No, you didn't, dude. Everybody's saying you didn't, but you're saying because he knows. Like crap, we don't want this guy again. No, they don't. Well, they'll no. never rematch. I doubt it. Well, everything in the moment. Let's see what transpires as they start to prevail. I know Loma's camp has sent letters to all the governing bodies asking for a review and whatnot. Yeah, so let's let's see. Do nothing. No, no, no. It's, it's all gonna fall on deaf ears. But you know what? I think, I think this moment is is a good opportunity for the people in charge and and what have you to kind of look at judging now, and and let's fix it. Like the, we we got to have some parameters to it. I mean, boxing judging isn't easy, right? We we all it's know tough. it's very tough. It's it's not the easiest thing to 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 judge. I mean, we can sit at home and we can judge it, you know, but our views and everything are a little different from the guys who are sitting ringside. Do they need monitors? Do they need to be sitting in one of those kind of cubicle things with curtains around them where they're alone watching that fight? You know what I mean? To kind of get them undistracted. I mean, a lot of the times, like, you know, um, 
I, I've seen videos where judges are looking at their phone while the fight's happening. Why aren't you paying attention to what you're supposed to be should doing? Be. It's, it, but but they have. I've seen it done. I've seen it in UFC. I've seen it in boxing. I've seen it in different other you know other sports where there's judging like that. And you, you look down and the guy's looking you know at an article on his phone while the fight's happening. You know, I, yeah. Right. Well, what are you watching? So I, I think you know. There needs to be something done. I, I think we talked about this last show as well. You know, maybe just put chips in the gloves and let, let the bots do it. I don't know how that would work, but yeah. But I, I'm, I, the technology is yeah. there, bro. They could figure it out, right? I mean, they but it wouldn't matter it. because uh, Lomo landed more punches and he still lost, so it wouldn't even matter. No, 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 no. That if that's poor. the case, right, right. But if, it would, would, if, if they let the bots decide and they're basically solely basing it on punches thrown, like the Olympics, like they can... They have little chips and stuff in those gloves and stuff like that to kind of guide and you know counter. Yeah. They, the technology is there, bro. If they want to do it, they can figure it out. I know they can, right? I mean, shit. Yeah. If, if they, can they take, will. If they can take pictures of Jupiter and Uranus and and Neptune, then then I don't see why they can't do something like that. Mind you, though. That being said, no one yet can take a. HD or a clear picture of of, of uh, Bigfoot or something. It's always grainy and shit. Or UFO pictures are always grainy and shit. Why can't we just get a high definition one? They probably have. We probably haven't seen them. <laughs> right. Right. All right. Let's move on. So that was probably the biggest upset of the evening. But that rest of the card delivered, man. Uh, let's talk a little bit about um, the COVID event on this one, man. Your thoughts. Let's do it. The Valdez Lopez fight, yeah, man. Yeah, Valdez looked decent. I mean, he looked good. He's been out of the ring for one year. I mean, he pushed the pace. He had good head movement. I mean, he got cut the constant constant pressure on him. Uh, Rosenberger fought better than I thought. He had good footwork, kept him back. It's a good fight. Valdez won. I don't think he's looking as great as people said he was. I mean, Lopez is. I mean, um, sorry, Rosenberger. Lopez is not exactly you know the top guy. This is a tune-up fight for him to get back into the mix. I just yeah. don't see Valdez beating guys like Shakur. Lomo, well, but we well we've already seen him fight. Yeah, that's what I mean. He kind of wants a rematch, but he looked good. Yeah, no, he looked I mean, he's good. Got the, he, he's got a he's got, he was with Eddie Reynoso there. He looked good, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but well, Lopez I, held his own. Hey, man, like I said, there's there's levels to the game, right? And mm -hmm. at his level, he's one of the best. But when you do put him up there at the you know at the upper echelon of levels, so to speak, yeah. um, you know, you're going to get exposed, and and we were there live for that exposing. So, I'm not sure why he took a year out of the ring. I don't know. I'm sure, was he hurt? Just I'm not sure why. I, it's I long. think it just you know what I don't have the exact answer, but I think after losing the way he did to Stevenson, I mean he was just dominated there. Like he he was. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I I he was emancipated in a lot of ways by Stevenson. Yeah. Like everything you thought you were good at, everything it's like it's like the guy who plays um, FIFA at home by himself and he does kick ass all the time. And the buddy comes over and plays against them, and he looks complete shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he yeah, was so. So in a way, it's kind of like he went back to the drawing board and kind of looked at everything and said, "Okay, I need to improve here. I need to improve there." Which is why I'm saying sometimes losing is the best thing that can happen to a person, man. You go six, right, you go you go undefeated for so long, and then all of a sudden you 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 know you finally lose. It shows you what you're made of. I think guys who athletes that lose and come back. Are the ones that I admire because then you've you've had to dig deep. Mm -hmm. You've had to go back to places where you thought you didn't have to go. You know what I mean? To kind of understand yeah. yourself again. It's kind of like that Rocky, you know, it all kind of ties back to Rocky at the end of the day. Like he loses to Clubber Lang and then he has to find his way with with you know um 
what's his name Apollo. So yeah, you know, I, no, you're I right. That, that's right? a loss is good. You know, like I mean, who knows what kind of man Mayweather would be if he have actually had a blemish on his record. Yeah, he probably should have had one or two. He got a couple gifted decisions. Well, you got about three or four, man. I think you're being yeah. that, right? But um, then we got that Nakatani versus Maloney fight, man. Nakatani's a two division world champion. Yeah, pride of Japan. Yeah, that knockout was vicious in the twelfth round, man. I Holy know. Cow. I know. I was he probably like, oh, they probably should have stopped him when he got knocked out the round before. But I got to give um, Maloney credit for fighting on. But man, Nakatani knocked him out cold. Like I this said, man, probably came of the year. Yeah, yeah, no, that whole card was sick, man. And the prelim, uh, the, the um, Ali the, Walsh, the event, yeah, Ali Walsh was in there as well. Our, our he didn't look very good either, though. Well, I mean, he won, but I mean, no, it was a split draw. Oh, was it a split draw? Split draw, yeah. Pardon me, pardon me, pardon me, pardon me. Well, yeah, I mean, Ali, I got writing notes as I was watching it. I mean, he kept the high guard up. Yeah, I mean, he was peppering with quick jabs, but Danny had good footwork, and he pretended he prevented he prevented Ali from establishing his defense. So anytime Ali would uh, come in at him, he'd use his foot, get out of there. He, Ali had super high guard, let them open for the body, and uh, Rosenberger just used his good footwork, pressured him, and we have we have a split draw. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was a mega, 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 mega favorite for this fight. It's like an eight to one, nine to one favorite. So that is a huge upset. The fact that he's supposed to knock Rosen. Danny Rosenberg is thirteen and nine. Yeah, he's a journeyman at best. Yeah, well, Only like I said, we we we've seen him fight as well live, right? Yeah. Uh, every time I've seen the kid fight, he looks amazing. Um, yeah. But I, I guess there comes not a point like, well, not last night, but not every fight's going to be a cracker, right? I no, mean, but when you're fighting a journeyman and you want to become the upper upper, upper hey, echelon guy, you got to. And again, show. that shows where levels are now, right? Like, I mm-hmm. mean, you can have skill levels, but the maturity are has levels as well. Yeah. Right. Um. Just, just that growing that was level. Fight too, and he just, yeah, yeah. I thought the draw was fair. That was fair. No, no, fair enough. No issues with that as well. But like I said, that whole entire card was really good. Um, good value, cheap tickets to yeah, get in, no, cheap pay per view. You couldn't, you couldn't go wrong with that as well, right? And you bought Great. the pay per view as well, right? I did. Oh yeah, yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to put money in their pocket. That was a, that was a good card, man. No, it was oh, a very um, good card. Very even the free fight. fights were good. Like yep. that was a free fight we just talked about. So yeah, we saw knockouts. We saw two of the best in the world fight. I mean, what else did no, we ask for? Hundred percent. No, it was a good. It was a good night. It was a very yeah. good night. But that's earlier that afternoon in Ireland, we had the homecoming of Katie Taylor. Uh, I think this was the first boxing event in Ireland since 2015 or 2016. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, so do you know why? I'm not sure why it was the reason. Okay, for so that. so I looked into this. I, I dug deep because one one question I had was if Katie Taylor is such a big name and why hasn't she fought in Ireland earlier? Like why is it taking so long and so late in her career to finally get the opportunity to do so? And then I started doing some digging and some research and I I realized and I I didn't even correlate this. I heard about this at the time. I didn't think about it. Um there was a shooting at a hotel in Ireland in 2015, 2016, somewhere around there, uh, between two feuding gangs, uh, Irish mafia type stuff. Yeah. Uh, in in during during a weigh-in for a fight. So there's a guy on the scale. He's standing there like this, and the music playing is uh, Triple H's game. And all of a sudden, you had the like AK-47s going off, and everyone just running out. So apparently. Boxing, mafia, gangsters—you know—they all kind of go hand in hand, unfortunately, right? That's um, that's a great segue for my boxing history tonight. All right, cool, cool. We'll get right to it. But let me finish this little thought. Uh, gangsters, 
mafia, boxing go hand in hand in a lot of ways. Old time boxing, blah blah blah. But I guess still in the modern times, they stay playing. It does. Around, it's right? not really North America anymore, but out in Ireland and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, in the UK and the Ireland, it's still. Where, where's the security patent these guys on? How do they get these stuff in the event? Okay, so what they did is they dressed up as police. There you go. That's they one way to put. They came in. One guy was dressed up as a woman, and all the other guys were all dressed up as police officers. Wow. Like with, with the vest and everything. So they must have ripped off these uniforms or got them somehow. And they went in there and they killed a gang gang member. Um wow. one of the rival gang guys. Did they get caught? I don't know, to be honest. Wow. Man. But since then they haven't had boxing or, or anything like that in Ireland, right? So one of the things that came out of this fight was this night of fights in Ireland was that no one talked about that incident. No one talked about the fact that a lot of those guys that were probably involved in it or had a role in it in some part were all in the front row watching the fights. So oh, wow. you know, so that was kind of an interesting thing. I just wanted to throw that out there. So this yeah, is why it's taken Katie Taylor so long to get home and fight. And I'm going to say this right off the bat, man. Katie Taylor could have taken an easier fight, could have gone an easier route, could have done it so much easier, but she took the harder fight. Did, yeah. Uh, she took a very, very hard fight. And ladies and gentlemen, Katie Taylor has officially lost her first match. Uh, I'll, I'll say this, man. I, I don't know if you watched it or not, but I, 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 did. I yeah? did. Yeah. So Katie looked really slow. She had nothing going for her for the first three rounds. She, looked, she just looked like depleted. Now I'm thinking to myself, okay, all this homecoming stuff, everything she's been doing, all the pressure of it, it is just now finally wearing on her because she looked gassed, man. She didn't look fresh at all. Either that or she, she wasn't trained hard enough. No, I don't think training was the issue, man. I think she just got gassed from all the activity, all the media, everything, you know, just overwhelmed with the whole homecoming thing. Um, you know, meeting up with the lady who fought Christy, Christy Allen. Um in Ireland, the last woman, she's also from Ireland. And uh, yeah. you know, there was so much going on for her during this whole buildup and everything. Michelle Tan Cameron just sat back and just enjoyed it and relaxed. And to be fair, man, she she was the better fighter. She was. That, that was a big upset. That was a, big that upset. Was a huge upset. And, and granted to Katie, she came back, you know, and, and fought her heart out and, you know, made it close somewhat. But Chantel Cameron, and but mind you, by that point, Cameron's starting to wear down herself by the yeah, later rounds. Bit. Right, but if you look at both of them at the end of three rounds, you look at Katie Taylor, her braids open, her hair is frayed all over the place. Cameron's looking nice and clean and you know, just all put together. Um, a bad night for Katie Taylor through and through, man. Great night for a, a great night for Chantel Cameron, right? She holds on to her titles, and this is another case where the smaller fighter goes up in weight. So Katie Taylor went up in weight and, and couldn't get the job done. Now they're calling for a rematch by Chantal and says, Hey, I want to come down to 135 and fight for your belts. And I think what? you're gonna get well, I think you're gonna get the same outcome. You know what I mean? I, I, really think, do. I think Cameron's got her number. Um, Cameron's got her number. They did fight in the amateurs in 2011. Uh Katie did beat her, but Katie had about four or five years experience on her. Chantel was just kind of coming onto the amateur scene then. So I don't know if you can really count that as you know a solid victory, but I mean. Katie Taylor's getting up there now, man. She is getting older. Um, we talk about guys retiring. How do we go about talking about if women should retire based on the world we live in? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's up to, I don't know, man. Katie Taylor didn't look good. I don't know if it's all just 
the home comment, I think part of it is she didn't train hard enough. I know they're, they're not saying that, but like you said, she was gassed in the first few rounds. You're a high level boxer and you're gassed in the first three rounds. Yeah. She just looked, gassed. She just looked gassed. She just looked gassed before the, she just looked gassed. Right. Yeah. I mean, she took forever to come out, which is fine. Soak it all in. I get it. I get the, the moment of it all. Right. But I mean, overall though, like she just looked really like, it's like she woke up in the fifth round and said, Oh shit, where am I? Oh right, okay. And let's get going. Too, right? and yeah, and I think I think age has to play with it. I think there's miles on her as well. Like, I mean, we talk about the guys' punches and hitting and this and that, but I mean, you know, at, at their own level, women punching women, I mean, it has to hurt as well to a certain yep. extent, right? I mean, oh, yeah. you know, you're getting walloped. I mean, you're still having those effects on your body. You 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 you're never gonna leave the ring a hundred percent. No. after your first fight and you're never going to enter the ring a hundred percent after your first fight you know what i mean it's a steady decline therefore uh, i just these- think cameron's a better fighter the age attrition is all caught up to taylor and she didn't look very good man and, and she, she lost she too bad in her hometown could have been a beautiful man, for her, it could, been well good. i mean before that fight jerry uh gary um what's his name gary was fighting on the co-main event another irish fighter i didn't watch um, that i did man that japanese the, the lopez sorry Lopez knocked him out yeah, in like three that. rounds. And like there was this was another, like, you know, the co-main event, uh, Ireland Sun. This is the next big name and Gary Cully, uh, the big next big name in Irish boxing and the whole nine yards, right? Like all you know, Connor's in the crowd, everyone's there. Yeah, I've seen Connor there. Right. Yeah. And this guy got walloped, and you just saw his legs go from underneath him. Like Lopez, the little guy, man, but he came in there and he uh, respect to him, he just took that crowd out of it. And then Cameron comes in and does what she does. That's a shitty night for Irish boxing, man. It was, man. Yeah, I, I just had a feeling that Taylor wasn't going to win. I mean, I wasn't sure, but hats off to Cameron. You came into her country, you won, so good for you. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So they are talking rematch. I guess that probably will happen down the road. But that all being said and done, guess what, guys? Clarissa Shields, she is the quote. She is probably the best right half for pound yeah. fighter in the world. She's coming up in a couple of weeks as well. So I don't know, man. This has been the year. It feels like the year of upsets. Uh, we, we've seen some it's names fall, right? So, I mean, an interesting year. An interesting year so far. Uh, we're not even halfway through the year yet, and we've had some amazing stories and, and things like that emerge. And, you know, wow, just some good stuff here. But do you think that Lomo, Lomo and, uh, Loma and uh, Haney are going to start to trend now where you're going to get to see the bigger names fight each other? No, I will come in waves, ebbs and flows. Sometimes you will, sometimes. Well, it depends on the fighter. Well, we're looking at four of them right in the face right now. I mean, you got Haney, Loma, Shakur, Tank. You know, at one point, I would have put uh, Tiafimo in there as well, right? They're yeah, all he's around there. Weeks here too. Right? We so, got a good fight, good fight this Saturday. We got uh, Laura versus oh. Wood. Revenge yeah, for Wood. He got knocked yeah. out last time they fought. This one's in Manchester. Yeah. Um, and Laura, like he's not like a top top fighter, but he's good. He's got one of the best left hooks, and uh, he takes a lot of punishment. He knows how to turn it up. I don't see Lee Wood winning this fight. I think he's going to get knocked out again. Yeah, it was a good fight last time. But well, I'll uh, be honest, man. I mean, kind of Lee, Lee Lee was holding his own until that knockout happened, right? He was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a very close fight. It could, at that point, you know, I would I was kind of leading on Lee Wood as the winner at that point, um, but. Again, knockout's a knockout. You, you you tap that chin, you get the right yeah. spot. You're going to go down, right? I think Laura's going to do it again, man. Well, let's find out. Let's see where it goes down. In I think Manchester, it's on his own. Yeah, so it yeah it's going to be fight. really good. Another fight I wanted to touch on here is a rematch from a few months ago. 
Lopez Conklin for that belt as well. A fight mm. that Conklin was winning, and then Lopez just came out of nowhere and knocked him out. So, yeah. you know, this is another great fight. We got two great fights here, man. Yeah, uh, it should be good. That's not. on ESPN Plus. So that's uh, 6 p.m. That's the evening fight. So, yeah, daytime afternoon. The, the yeah. Afternoon. So, no, both fights are going to be really good as well. We also got Joseph Parker against Opalu uh, on May 24th. Uh, that's coming up. Well, that's coming up yesterday. Oh, yesterday. oh was it yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today's the 25th. All right. So, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's done. Um, basically, I guess that's basically it. But the big fight of the weekend have. is Wood versus Laura. Revenge for Wood. He well, Wood he, versus Laura is going to be good. But but that Lopez Conklin fight looks pretty good too, though, bro. I mean, but you know what? They're not going to head to head. So we can technically watch both of them together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to be fun, man. Uh, ESPN, Dizone, giving us our entertainment for this weekend in the world of boxing. Yeah. Uh, we good talked fights. earlier about um, what was it? Oh, yeah. Gangsters and and mafias. So what happened on this day in boxing? Let's get right into it. So on this day in boxing, 1965, I've talked about this before. I'm listening to the Audible book, The Murder of Sonny Liston. Just so happened this timed out perfectly. I've talked about this fight before. 1965, only 2,500 people were there. Rocky Marciano was in the crowd. Interesting enough. Ali Liston too. Basically midway through the first round, Liston threw a left jab. Ali went over it fast, hit him with the right. Down goes Liston. Liston falls on his back. He rolls over. He gets up on his right knee, and then he falls back again. This is the infamous line when uh, Ali says, get up, sucker. Nobody believe this is for real. After the fight's done, George Chavalo gets into the ring and pushes Ali and says, this is a fix. This is a fix. Ali's like, no, 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 no. Now, I've been listening to this book. It's all about the mob. Sonny Liston lived in Vegas. He's a very, very bad boy. He was connected with some gangsters. However, the black Muslims that Ali was hanging with supposedly came to Liston's gym and said, you will lose this fight or we're going to kill you and your family. That's what Liston has said to a Sports Illustrated writer, to a, many, to a bunch of different people. He said that. This is the phantom punch versus the anchor punch. The crowd is saying it was a phantom punch. Ali saying it was an anchor punch. So it's 50-50 on what happened. My gut's telling me that he threw the fight. Um, and he, was, he bet on himself to lose also, Sonny Liston. It's another kicker to it. Um, and maybe, maybe it was a flash knockdown. He was supposed to throw the fight later on in the rounds, but I guess he figured this is the time to do it because it was a legit knockdown, but he was okay. They're saying, looking in his eyes, his eyes weren't rolling. He was fine. He was looking around. He told everybody after, many people, Cole's confidence. I threw the fight because of the radical Muslims Ali was hanging with were threatening me. I didn't want to deal with it. Because you got to remember, Liston already owed money to the mob. He had mob connections. He owed a lot of money. He was, he was dealing heroin. He was punching out guys. He was sleeping with lots and lots of women. He was, he was all over the place. Um, so nobody can ever prove it. But watching it and listening to this book leads me to incline that listen to the fight. Now, was Ali in on it? probably knew about it um i mean the people paying ali is the same he was no saint back on the day this guy was could be a real real bad guy and uh anyways yeah this day 1965 the famous first round phantom punch versus the anchor punch they say listen said himself he threw the fight he documented it many times we'll never know it's 50 50 maybe well, he didn't uh, can't well, prove I mean, it either way it's kind of weird because i mean you know and when he was told us thank you for this man that's really cool um when he started with it, the first thing he talked about was Ali standing over him and saying, get up, no one believes you. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, Why would he okay, say that? Why would he say that and then yeah. go backwards and say, no, it was an anchor punch. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, a fix of that magnitude has to be, everyone has to be involved. 
Yeah. And let's remember that Sonny Liston was, he was going to the Tropicana hotels, he was going to the Sahara yeah. hotels, yeah. Yeah. gambling. Sometimes Sonny Liston would be a debt collector. He'd go punch guys out. I mean, he'd go to the bar and drink. He'd cheat on his wife so many times, fathered many kids out of wedlock. Geraldine, his wife, always stuck beside him. Like I said, I'm almost finished the book. It's, it's an amazing book. So much gangster stories from, like, Liston was a bad dude. Like, he's a bad dude. He did a lot of bad stuff. No, no, I mean, you know, now, they're saying that I might as well tie it up. How he died basically is either he did a heroin overdose, accidental, or the mob took him out because he had a bunch of debts. We don't know. Nobody knows. Well, neither way is a nice way to go out. So, I mean, I <laughs> guess the heroin overdose would probably be the most. It's just weird because, yeah, 19, uh, whatever it was, a few years after the fight, because Liston died in the early 70s, he had an article with a guy from Sports Illustrated when he told him off the record, yeah, I didn't throw it because I bet on myself. Toulouse and the other mob guys were betting on me and Toulouse and we the other mob guys who were like running the book said don't bet on Liston he will lose so it's kind of a rumor around town they're all going to lose George Ball even pushed all these said, this is a fix this is a fix because yeah. of this unbelievable punch I can't say either way but we'll never know you know I, I think if he was going to go down he should have just stayed down taking the knee probably created more problems yeah you, well, you got up and he kind of looked right. around and yeah no no that's just unfortunate um yeah. i don't know man so mobsters back in the day and, and loan sharks and, and gambling and this vegas just getting rolling around that dude, it was, i was watching casino the other night uh well, watching the end part of it anyways and you know it's just kind of like you, you look at the blood on that city mm -hmm. you know just what what it took how many people died what was done to build the vegas that we see i know you know, it's just it's a lot insane. beat up now. There's not there's a little bit of corruption in boxing, but not like it used to be. No, no, I mean the, the, the sport has cleaned up considerably, but now we're dealing with issues that can be fixed by those in charge, right? I mean, mm. I mean, you interesting. Fix... Funny that you said that to me. I did hear Bob Arum's clip when Loma walked by Zach Easley won that fight, and they said to his his manager too. And that's Bob, and this is both of his fighters. He's really got no skin in the game. And then no, Bob he... said all the fans were were shocked that that Loma didn't win. They didn't win, like. No, 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 no. But I know he, he publicly can't say anything because he's a promoter. Yeah, he didn't right? realize he'd be caught on the right? mic. But, right. So, I mean, you know, you look at that and I'm like, okay, so I don't think Haney signed with them yet. Right? I, I that's what Paul Anaji said. Well, knows? that's uh, nothing's come out. So, until not officially, nothing, on, the books, officially no. on the books, there's nothing there. So, I mean, this dude is technically a free agent until otherwise told. Yeah, he's right. undisputed free agent. Yeah. What do you see him doing now, based on how this fight is all the kind top of... ranks so he can fight Shakur? Well, I, does he do that, or does he just stay as a free agent and go jump around promotion and promotion Canelo style? But if he's not going to fight Shakur next, I can tell you what Bob, what uh, what Bob will do. Shakur, Loma, let's go. That'll be well, the fight. Well, that would probably be the fight, right? Let's just see, but, but I mean, I, I think first. I'm not sure what Haney's going to do. You're right; he could jump the short time. I'm not sure what he's going to do. Well, I mean. Look, 135 are all killers, okay? Um, I don't think Devin Haney has faced anyone who can hit harder than Tank. No, he hasn't. Right? Like, and I like he's Haney. faced more skilled guy like Aloma, but he can't yeah. really like Tank. No, no. Like, I don't think if 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 Tank hits him clean, he's, he's knocking down. him out. Oh, right? yeah. There's two guys right now that I don't think Haney can beat. That's Tank and Shakir. I would put three guys in there: Tank, Shakur, and Loma. Those well, I don't guys. know. I think if they, I think if they have a rematch, 
I think Devin Haney would come back a little bit better than that and, and dominate that fight a bit more. Uh, he's always done good in rematches and stuff like that. I'm only basing it on past experiences. Now that he's tasted Lobo, now that he've, they've experienced each other, I have a feeling that Haney would make the adjustments he needs. He didn't make the adjustments on the fly that he needed. Lobo will too, right? Very no, smart. No, it's good. I think you're just going to get another killer fight, right? Honestly. Speaking um, of killer fights, uh, August 19th in Quebec City, Arthur Benedieff be. versus yeah. Callum Smith. Yeah, I know. I saw that as well. I was going to ask you about that. What are you thinking, man? That I mean, that's our money. That's our currency. I know. <laughs> I was thinking about I was going to ask you about that too, man. It might might be a fight we have to get to. I think we should. Why not? Montreal? It'd be cool to see, it'd be cool to see a fight in our you know, in, in our, our own backyard, and we can have a flight know. five hours, but not that big deal. Yeah, but who knows, man? Maybe you know, Molitor might be around, maybe they'll be out that way as well. So, who knows who we can find out there, right? So, yeah, boy, John Pascal will be there, John Pascal yeah. might be there as well, uh, right? You know, who knows? Drake might be. No, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. That's a good fight. That's a really good fight. I think we should look into that. That could be something potentially kind of fun. All right, I tell you what, man, why don't we wrap this baby up here? Nice good. and sweet, precise, and concise. Woo. Good one, really good one. Right. Um, I thought we would get more heated to be honest, man. I was getting prepped and everything. I, I was gonna say one thing about Andre Ward. So for him to sit there and say to take a shot at the casual fans for booing Haney and uh saying they don't know what they're talking about, dude. These are the guys without these fans that go to the fights that buy the pay-per-views, and without these fans, Mr. Ward, you wouldn't be sitting ringside commentating. So that was a low, low move by Andre Ward, and that was it was, it was, it was a low, low move, but I also understand what he was trying to say there. I'm not justifying it or anything, but you know what? Yeah, I know what he's trying to say. You but know, sometimes, I, yeah, his voice hating. Sometimes the casual fan has to be told a little bit too, right? I mean, just because you're the casual fan and you're booing and stuff like that, you know what? There could have been a better way of doing it. There could have been a, yeah. a more. Um, I would like to ask Andre Ward, so you're going to knock the fans for booing them, but yet these are the fans that put the money in their pockets. So they got a right to their opinion. You for the dog, these fans, all these fans, you're not, you're working at the gas station, dude. Yeah. So I, I tell you I'm what, the, man, I think, I think emotions are so high after that fight. Well, he's, he's, a, he's both Haney and him are from the same town. They're buddies. He, no, no, he no, no, and no. if you listen to the fight, yeah, Bradley was calling it as he sees it. You could yeah. tell Ward had a little bias towards Haney. Anytime he had the actual, when Loma did something good, Ward was kind of hesitant to, to give him the props. I, after I heard that, I listened to it more thoroughly the second time I watched it. You could see Bradley. Called it fair, but uh, ward out of bias. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I, uh, time, right? Yeah, no, no, I get that completely, but I, I just also feel like, you know, for the most part, Andre Ward, this is the first time anyone's ever complained about Andre Ward, right? Yeah, he's been in this so room. He's been solid, right? So I, I almost get the sense that, like I said, emotions were so high that night. Yeah, but he's right? a commentator. He shouldn't be. Yeah, he I shouldn't be. He's got to stay neutral and then talk about it later. Not the same night, dude. No, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. But, like, you know, motion, stuff like that. I mean, I'm not saying he's right. I'm not saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know why he's hot. But the days of the classy promoter, or class promoter, the classy commentator kind of trying to just be neutral, kind of yeah. calling it as he's not giving their opinion are kind of gone. You got the guys like Andrew, Andre Ward to kind of be a hothead and kind of mouth off at people. Well, like, I, mean, I mean, in the UFC, it's the same thing with Daniel Cormier, right? Mm -hmm. So many guys don't want him calling their fights. Because they feel that he's just too biased and what have you, right? So I mean, I guess I guess it just goes across all. Platforms. I mean, everybody has a little bit of a bias, but I mean, some guys are over the top with it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure, for sure. There you all go. right, chance. I all tell right. you what, man, we got a great day of boxing coming up off air. Let's talk a little bit more about this Montreal thing, if if it's something we want to do. 
Yeah. Uh, on that note, man, I tell you what, let's just sit back, relax. I think the weekend's going to look nice. I uh, enjoy mm-hmm. it. Have fun. Um, I think you're going to be on the road enjoying a little R and R. So have a good time on your time off. Yeah. And uh, you're back. We're back. We're back on Tuesday, aren't we? We're going to be back ready to roll. We, we will be back on Tuesday to talk about. Night of Champions in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. That's the oh, that's happening on Saturday too. So we have a full yeah, day. Busy. That's an early one too. Yeah, that's an afternoon one. Oh wow! So would Laura and the WWE for afternoon brunch? How's that sound? Not bad at all. Not bad. Yeah, at all. yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, guys. On that note, my name is Bobby Sanson, and I am joined with my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. And in the words of the great ACDC, those that download on the like and subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you. And in the words of Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that's it for Samp and Chance. Everybody have a great, great weekend. Please be safe, drink, be merry, do all the good things that you want to do, but be safe about it. Get home safe. Why? Because we want you to come back and listen to us on Tuesday. <laughs> that's the most important thing. All right, guys. Have a great night. Samp and Chance out. Yeah. <laughs>